G'day, you depraved demonets of Slanesh. It is the coach here, and I am here with Mateusz from Poland, who did incredibly well with the Heated Knights of Slanesh, went 5-0 and at GT. I pronounce it as Lodz, but I've been told very quickly in Polish it is not Lodz. Uh, what is it, Mateusz? Hi, everybody. It's Wuch, GT Wuch. <laughs> I read L-O-D-Z, but there's also a lot of squiggly nines. Um, so clearly there's some pronunciation and things that I'm clearly missing. But um, I am here with Matoyush, um, who is an absolute depraved demon of Slanesh. Um, uh, you've done incredibly well. And it actually really surprised me, not that you did really well, but I, you know, like people don't talk very highly of Slanesh. You know, it's about Zinch, it's about Nurgle, you know, and I know you were talking a little bit about some of, you know, Vince Venturella from Warhammer Weekly's thoughts recently, you know, talking about fixing and, you know, doing a bit of a deep dive on Slanesh. And I know you've got some really good opinions on the faction. So before we get into it, we talk about your list, we talk about how you're looking at this from a competitive lens. I might throw it over to you. Introduce yourself. Uh, hi, my name is Mateusz, uh, and I am playing Warhammer Age of Sigmar for, for like three years. Uh, I started with the free people. Uh, some new players might not know what it is, but it's it's like very old-fashioned with, with without battle tome. Uh, yes, then then I swapped to to it it it, it swapped to to Cities of Sigmar, uh, then OBR for like half an year, and now for six months I'm playing Slanesh. So what have you found? Like, what drew you to Slanesh? Because you know, I love the sculpts, but it's been a long time since it was you know perceived at a very good competitive level. Yes, I liked Slanesh from the very beginning. I mean, from uh, when they got an update battle tome in in the second edition uh, and the beautiful model of Keeper of Secrets. Uh, and but they were overpowered. Yeah, they they were like. On the, on, on the top, they had like 65% win rate. Uh, and to be honest, I don't like OP armies. I, I tr I'm always trying to, to find like uh, something not not the best to play with. Uh, so yeah, I was, but I was looking on the Slanesh uh, through all this time. Um, and then uh, when I was playing OBR, um, we went to, with, with my team to Team Championship of Poland. We, we went well, like, finish on third place uh but obr just don't fit into the third edition they badly need a new new battle tom and they are slow it's not my style that's why i only played it for for six months and when we were heading heading back back to our city i just picked the, the battle toms and i started to read uh, which army is okay uh which not and i found the picture of keeper of secrets which i really liked and i've heard from all around the world that Slanesh is on the bottom uh, and I said no that must change and I've decided I also have beautiful models like Blizz Barb Seekers, Slickbait Seekers, Keeper, Archers, they are awesome models and I decided okay let's let's swap it Let, let's change from the army from elite army like the the OBR to something that that uh, that's some some fast units light armored that's that's why I picked the Slanesh. And, no, I like and, it. And also, when when I picked them, uh, first first message from my friend, I said, "Don't do it, mate. Don't do it. It's better to piss beast of chaos than this crap." <laughs> I decided, "Oh no, now I will pick them for sure." <laughs> Look, they they're not the worst faction, but they're like there's some yeah. real big challenges, right? They're paying for the sins of their past. 
there was that time where Slanesh was incredibly overpowered. You know, they would make everybody fight last. They would generate lots of depravity. They'd get a keeper of secrets on the table. Usually in like turn two, they'd be generating a keeper of secrets. And when they got that update in 2021, um, it was Daughters of Cain and Slanesh. There was mm -hmm. a big discrepancy because Daughters of Cain kind of went off to do really well, but Slanesh did quite poorly. And, you know, and I'm already seeing in the chat CJ talking about, you know, the fact that they've had some really tough matchups. So they'd be curious to kind of see how you're thinking about it in third edition because when I looked at your list, and we will talk about the list a little bit later when we kind of get through the theory, there's some units that you've chosen that aren't natural choices, people that aren't – when I've seen people talk about Slanesh, it's not the units you've picked. Yes, and I think mm – -hmm. okay, let, let's finish. Okay. Um, I think um, the, the, the main problem of uh, people picking the Slanesh, uh, they are trying to find good units in the battle top, but we don't have good units in this battle top, okay? We have – average unit we have medium units but we don't have good units uh, people would say that everything is overpriced i know some people just want to play demons just want to play uh, uh, mortals and, and etc but mm, we don't have good units in that army we have maybe sigvald which you can say only by war scroll okay this guy is okay uh, but keeper secret is overpriced everything seems to be overpriced but they've got a lot of synergies of course depravity you don't you cannot look onto the slanesh just by the war scroll you have to see it in the bigger picture and i think this is the main problem because okay twin souls look okay to damage but they don't have rent they have like you have to pick uh, which ability you will use first reload hits or worth worth safe of five but you will you don't know what will happen in round three or four uh, and you don't know which ability you will have to have uh, in that particular turn. Uh, so that's why I that's why I think that Twin Souls are really, really bad. And I think you have to, when you are planning to play Slanesh, you, you have to read like Battle Tom twice. You have to read Slave to Darkness Battle Tom twice, Beast of Chaos Battle Tom twice. Like, like it's playing Legion of First Prince. You have to read like five Battle Toms, see the big picture, and then think about it, what can fit into, into this army because War Scrolls, are not good in the Spanish army. Well, we'll talk about, I mean, you obviously did well enough, right? Like, you know, let's, I guess what I'm hearing from you is that it's not the war scroll. They're going to win the games alone. You don't have a Marathi. You don't have a, um, you know, a, a, a storm Drake guard. You don't have particular units that are going to carry your way to victory. And when you do, you're going to earn it. You're going to be leveraging your depravity points. You're going to be leveraging the, the real speed. And I think that is what, so what, one thing I really want to understand from you is how you're tapping into some of the speed that is slanesh, especially with the board size kind of shrinking, the, the requirement for speed and some of the speed that you have, like the run and charge kind of shenanigans or the run and shoot, you probably, the distance between us is kind of reduced a lot. So do I even need this level of speed? But before we get into all of that, I, I want to get understand like in third edition Age of Sigma, what's Slanesh good at? Let's let's uh, let's paint the let's paint the positives first before we talk about some of the challenges we're trying to overcome. I think Slanesh is good at speed, as we as we uh, as you said. I think we have big um, uh, a lot of we can deal a lot of mortal wounds. 
uh, of course, with allies, we, of course, with all those battle tomes combined, uh, we're good at speed with mortal wounds, we're good at fighting, at shooting. So, I think Slanesh maybe it's not the best in one thing, but it's good at all all the things. And the, the key to win with the Slanesh, I think, it's movement. So, I think the, the, the best uh, rule for Slanesh for Slanesh is its movement phase, its movement. So, I think the, the Slanesh is good with at, at movement. Why, why is movement so good? Because I mentioned already, there's less mm -hmm. objectives, the board size has gotten smaller. Why is movement so important to you and how are you winning with movement? Yes, because um, when you have a lot of movement, like for example, Sleek Bait Seekers, 14-inch uh, move, and you have on the other side, uh, for example, let's say Gore, Gore Gruntas, like the, the boards from the Iron Jaws. Okay, they've got nine move, they can with but only with mighty uh, destroyers they can move 18 so have basically 5 inch more day than 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 this unit yeah so we have 5 inch more uh, advantage of uh, of this unit uh, so you can you can pick the position where you want the fight to be of course it's obviously will be around the objectives but when you know that they are there uh, you can try to to go from the flank from the behind uh, with the drip strike uh, you can also close the enemy between uh, two sides of your army uh, in the middle and they have to decide if i will go if i will go let's let's for example say i have sigvald and slick bait seekers on the back and on the front i have like 33 blizzard archers and uh, seekers so they have to decide if they go this way or that way um, because if they split their army, uh, I can run away because I'm faster than them, and I can like pick uh, which uh, which unit will engage into the combat. Uh, so if they go behind, so they will be afraid of the slick baited seekers and Sigvald, they will get 66, from, uh, 66 uh, shots from the behind, and they will get seekers on the back because they have average movement of 21 inch, then charge with reroll. And if they go to the archers, they will get Alish Hell, also, they will get only one unit of the archer because I think very important with Slanesh is to play MSU. Uh, and Slick Bait Seekers and Sigwalt with plus three to charge, they are fast enough to get them from the back. No, I love it. I absolutely love it. And CJ mentioning in the chat, you know, very curious to hear what happens, not just because you, one of the things that you are using is you are using invaders with the, the lured haze, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to be able to put some units into reserve, but also you've got your summoning pool. So um, we will get to your summoning and what, what you really like from the summoning pool and who and how and all that good stuff. Uh, and also come some of the reserve things. But uh, I'd be remiss not to talk about the fact that the title of this episode is around the Dark Prince and... Sigvald. 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 So, you know, and, and, and I really like it because I remember, I remember when the Battle Tome first dropped, you know, there was a little bit of talk about Sigvald, but most people were talking a lot about Glutos. You know, Glutos was the thing that people were focused around. And I know there's a bit of say, uh, um, to hit stacking, you know, where you had the Fiends and you had Glutos. And obviously, third editions changed that a little bit. But uh, we will go to Sigvold and what you're bringing into Sigvold because I really like it. And I think it's a great little piece right now. Um, so start with piece. Glutos or with Sigvold? No, I was making a comment. I was just, I was oh, just saying okay. that you know, like we, okay. I, I haven't seen too many Sigfolds on the table, so we will talk about why and how okay. you brought that into the list. But before we get into all of that and all the uh -huh. listy type stuff, okay. 
you've mentioned some of the strength, right? You, you're able to do mortal wounds, which is probably really important right now in the save stacking meta where you've got a lot of like two up, three up saves. So mm -hmm. you want to be able to cut through that with your mortal wounds. You've talked a little bit about some of the movement shenanigans, being able to pick the parts of the battlefield you where you want to fight and you can swing your force from one side to the other. And it's a lot harder for your opponent to be able to kind of follow the trend. What aren't you good at? What is Slanesh's challenges and struggles that you need to overcome? Okay, just one more thing about good things if, with the Slanesh. Sure. Um, I think it's the flexibility. Uh, we can really um, control the table. Slanesh can really control the table. And the most important thing uh, is for the players who play Slanesh. And it's really hard to get. Just don't care about your units. We have so bad units. And what is good, we will summon. And I want to I want to pause you on that one because you've mentioned mm -hmm. this a few times now. We have bad units. Can you yes. explain? Can you explain what that means a little bit? Of course, yeah. I mean, let's let's for example take uh, please but arches. A lot of people just don't like them. Uh, they they are pain to paint. Uh, luckily, I don't paint my by myself. My friends painting the army for me. Uh, but yeah, he said that it's pain. Uh, okay, so they got only six up armor save. So everybody who look at them kills them. Uh, like for example, let's let's take Bloodstalkers or Sentinels. They have five up safe. Okay, so you can make four up safe even. So um, armies without rent or like like small units without rent can't hurt Sentinels or or uh, Stalkers that much because they have four up armor safe if they need. We have six up, maximum five up. So it's it's one. It's worse. It's obviously worse. Um, and uh, we are shooting four plus four plus. Okay, we have this little one guy who changes to three plus. Um, but still, it's 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 change of the role. They don't he he doesn't change uh, role characteristics. So if we even add by trium for something plus one to roll, the, it still will be only three plus. So they are basically shooting four plus three plus. Uh, you don't want to spend command points uh, on blizzard arches on unit of ten. Uh, you don't want to take 20 blizzard arches because they are so light and so expensive that if someone will kill like five six rest will run away and so they have only six bravery while like stalkers have eight bravery so on the war scroll uh, we are always worse than than the other uh, than the other units uh, slick bait seekers only five plus armor safe okay they have four wands uh per per, uh, per character and it's five unit of five but plenty of the uh, of the fast units, cavalry units with with good movement, they have four up save. We have only five up save, and that's that's the problem. Okay, slick blade may, are are good, are good even for two hundred thirty points. But you know when you compare the units with the similar things, what they have to do on the table, uh, stance is just worse by war scroll by war scroll. Is it the points? Because I know people. Um, I, I I probably think that points are slightly too expensive. And hopefully in the general's handbook, there is a just a wholesale discount for Slanesh because I think it's one of the things that's missing. But is it just points alone or are you talking about the characteristic? You mentioned the save, you mentioned hit to wound. Is it just wholesale changes? I think uh, the points are not bad because uh, when you summon 800, 1,000 points each game, which is not that hard to do, you have 3,000 points of the army against 2,000 points of the enemy. So points are not too expensive. It's just a war scroll. Uh, the war scroll is... Um, 
they they need like little upgrade. It's hard for me to say because I'm not looking at the only worst when I'm picking the units. I'm not looking like okay, worst crew is okay. I am looking what synergy, what is the role of the of this of this unit. And um, for example, if you have two three bad worst crews, but you have three bad worst crews against one good one. Still, you you can overpower them. You can you can overcome the struggle with with the like. I won against the Kragnos, and and Rob asked uh, how you can deal with the Kragnos. So you have D three mortar wounds from the Senesa, D six from the Chimera, sixty three shots from the from the archers. You have like uh, Slick Bates who deals mortal wounds on the sixes. So if you if I killed all when I killed all the screens which Ogres had. I had only like Kragnos and big like on the Monfrank uh, guy, so I just put everything on the on the on the on this Kragnos, and he had like sixty saves, five up to uh, two up to make. So he just screwed like ten of them, then some mortal wounds, and he just died in one turn. So, so what I'm hearing from you is that it's it's the not the war scroll that's going to win you the game with Slanesh. Yes. It is the it is the synergies, it's the tactics, it's the um, understanding your opponent's force and how to kind of make the most of what you got. Um, and we'll you know you know we've mentioned the list and you've already kind of alluded to it. You know you've talked about uh, the Chimera, you've talked about the Blissbarb Archers, you've mentioned a few units, Senessa, um, Senessa and Dexessa, the two units that were brought through through Broken Realms. Yes. Um, and I love that the fact that you've brought in, and I always thought that, you know, the Senessa and Dexessa being those mini keeper of secrets, they're not quite as good as, as it, but they bring a good utility value, especially Senessa with the spellcast abilities and the board wide, is it command ability? You can affect the board. It's got quite a generous range. Yes. Uh, command ability mm. In third edition, all, all units have uh, champions, so they can they can issue command to themselves. But Chimera can't. So Senesa is just looking at the Chimera, giving her uh, all out attack because Chimera hits uh, mostly on the fours. So when you can change it on the threes, that that's much better. Interesting question coming from the chat from Barrett Lou is you know I, I think the most challenge uh, the, mo the I think the most challenge of Slanesh is the double turn. If the opponent gets a double turn, um, it becomes very hard. Would you agree? Like, how do you find the double turn for Slanesh? Uh, yes, double turn is is very dangerous for every army. To be honest, uh, that's why I brought Belakor to the, to the list, and that's why I'm I'm looking to with every list I'm making to to put uh, one drop to to fit into one drop because Slanesh must have control. Uh, about the game in the game uh, to avoid double turns or yeah so, so I think I think that's the, the the main problem how you can deal with it bring Belakor and try to make uh, one drop or or the movement yeah again the movement because when you are fast you can you can uh, deploy your uh, your army uh, very deep in into your into your uh, territory and uh, then you can avoid double turns uh, even with the opponent start. Uh, you can just slightly move with with some bad units with with the units you can sacrifice to the objectives deal some damage uh, then when your opponent comes at you like for example iron jaws they will be really close you have to know which unit you want to redeploy i know it might be only one inch but it can be also six inches yeah uh, so you, you 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 have to know which unit you want to redeploy and then if he has double turn and uh, 
just just cover cover the good good units try to uh, to deal as much depravity unleash hell helps with it also uh keeping your your hero next to the fane of slanish so you can deal one damage and looking for the territory like damned like deadly uh try to push your enemy around deadly territory because he if he moves like three four units through the deadly he might just roll one one and you have depravity yeah uh, so i think that's the main and just msu uh, a lot of small units because you are if crusher just go into the archers okay he can go to the 10 archers but if you go to 30 archers and kill 30 that will be a big problem so why 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 not do big units because past lists that I've seen, not third edition lists, but you know, mm -hmm. second edition was built around lots of big units, um, especially a lot of hero hammer. A lot of people would throw, you know, 1200, 1500 points because in the olden days, you know, depravity was mostly generated by heroes. Um, is, is that still true? Are you putting a lot of your points into heroes or? Because it is a hero hammer at the moment. At the mm -hmm. moment, there is a lot of, a lot of heroes on, on the table. Is that how you see Slanesh playing? I I have three heroes because uh, with Bel in this particular list, yeah, uh, because Belakor can't summon only Sinesh and Sigval can. So I, when one of them dies, that I will I have still one hero to summon or fame. So I think Slanesh needs like two, three, two or three heroes so they can summon still summon because if opponent will kill everybody uh, then you won't be able to summon uh in in second edition you had an opportunity to to play with big units because you had uh like bonuses to bravery for every 10 now you don't have and slanish has a really small bravery and also the coherency that you have to be with two other uh, other models uh, to keep it that that uh, push you into play uh, with the small units how important is depravity to you? Obviously, it's one of your allegiance abilities, and I'll go through in a minute what it actually looks like for anyone who is newer to Slanesh. But is when you are list building, is that something that you focus around? Like, how do I maximize depravity in order to summon really quickly? Yes, I think depravity is very important. Uh, I want to summon from the second battle round. Uh, so I want to have four summons uh, through the game. Uh, three, four summons, depends what I want. Uh, yes, I always, uh, when I'm creating the lists, uh, trying to maximize opportunity to get uh, to get depravity. And again, that's where movement comes, because when I can quickly get into the engage, I can, I can deal some uh, damage, get some damage, so I will get to depravity per combat. And from from and the the the, the combat table is uh, um, summon table is really good because from the seven points you can summon really good chariot and that's what I'm looking for. So, what are your favorite units for Slanesh right now? For Slanesh, favorite units are, I think Slickblade Seekers, Sigvald, uh, Senessa. I think those three are favorite. Uh, also, Blizzard Archers are are cool because they are beautiful uh, on uh, beautiful models. But you know, it's hobby. It also have to be beautiful army on the table. So yeah, but Slick Blade Seekers, as I wrote, I would pick another unit of Slick Blade Seeker instead of Chimera. But it won't fit into one drop. That's why Chimera is there. What about those minor heroes? Because you know, you, you used to see a lot of the contorted epitome. You'd see yeah. the mask. You would see even the lawnmower. That that worst model to ever put together. 
um the <laughs> exalted chariot <laughs> yeah oh my god I'm lo- it's the like if you if you don't hurt yourself you're uh a true like i don't know like are you even playing slanesh if you haven't hurt yourself with the exalted chariot yeah um yeah so like the mask and the vice leader or, or the small demons they are just they're just bad they have like three plus four plus minus one one even with nine uh, one nine attacks they, they cannot do anything against like um very good armored units yeah against stormcast eternals or, or something they are they, they can't do anything and they then they steal a slot for the hero uh so i just 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 don't like them and for the summoning they cost like six seven points but instead of it you can have exalted chariot who brings d3 mortal wounds in the charge or d6 d3 mortal wounds at the start of the combat phase like 25 attacks with the rent one so that's that's why i'm picking the the chariots because the small heroes demon heroes are not very good also the shade speaker the this wizard very cool model nice nice spell but this ability uh, works only nine inch and he has got like five points five plus safe he's very fragile he will be dead like in one in a minute you don't want you don't want him in, within range yeah so so that what's the point of picking it like when morati can issue combat ability in 24 inches and he can only issue it in nine inches so you know i know morati is a god but still that's that's <laughs> that's i think why why slanish has a this low uh win rate because it's not good by the war scroll armies which are good on the war scroll uh they have big win rate because it's easier to play them just i think yeah we've definitely seen that with fulminators storm drake guards you know most snakes like this you know the whole any anything that's on the the um the priority target list which obviously came out with the the battle scroll stuff you know they're all they're all really overpowered or very strong war scrolls that will win you the game alone you're winning your game off synergy. You're winning your game off tactics, being able to like pick your opponent. By the way, talking about the battle scroll, the hunt, um, have you noticed anything from your side of the fence? Um, obviously, there's nothing in Slanesh that's going to give away a bonus victory point. If you take Bellacore, obviously, that's going to give away as a prime target. But has that had any impact with you as a Slanesh player? Because you know, uh, you're also not a you're also not a prime target, so you're not going to get extra points. But you're also not going to give away any extra points unless you bring Belko. But I am a prime hunter, so I will get two victory points uh, by by killing units because Slash is prime hunter. Is so, yeah, a prime yes, hunter? Yes, 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 yes. That's good. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> OP army, yeah, <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I'm. It's I, I played five games only on GT Watch uh, with with those new rules, and it it gives me a home during the battle but it didn't affect on the final on, of the final uh victory or not i'm being told that you're not only a great player but you're also someone that can teach and yeah i'm learning a lot i completely forgot slanesh was a prime hunter to army i, I completely forgot because nobody um, thinks about the slanesh uh, i remember one of my first games on, on 1gt uh and i was playing against against new iron jaws so very good unit here yeah, yeah gorgrantas like he, my opponent had like 24 gorgrantas and and mokrasha and it was turn two and i said okay now it's time for summoning and he said what can you summon i said like 30 demonets and he was like Okay, okay, that changes everything because nobody thinks about the summoning. People don't think about the pravity. And also, even they even when they are thinking about it, it's so easy to get like seven, nine per each round that people just can't stop it. 
what does Bellacore bring to the table? Because I, I've, I've seen a few lists coming in, right? You know, Legion of the First Prince is becoming popular. I had an interesting chat with a gentleman by the name of Tobias or to Tobias, Tobias, mm -hmm. um, about about Bellacore in Nurgle, and he was singing absolute praises in board control in combination with Nurgle because obviously Bellacore being a warlord or a coalition unit is not going to bring in allegiance ability. So in Nurgle, he's not going to gain, you know, disease tokens and things like that. But the sheer board control and what Bellacore brings to the table um, was worth absolute gold. Um, what does Bellacore bring in your list and should, should Slanesh players consider bringing in the Dark Master? Uh, yeah, I think because my friend also is using uh, Belakor in his Nurgle army, so I think that and he went went quite okay uh, during the GT watch. He was with me. Uh, yeah, Belakor gives you control. That's that's obvious thing. He can. A lot of armies have one one great uh, unit which you can turn off for one or two turns, and that gives you a lot of advantage during those turns. And with the Slanesh, who is really fast, I can rush the opponent. I can even when I have to take first turn, I can be really close on the first turn, then switch off the biggest threat, like 15 blows, stalkers, uh, 30 sentinels, and all that stuff. Uh, and then opponent really can't do a match to, to my army. And then when Roloff comes, even with my uh, even when my opponent win, uh Bellacor still works. If I win, they are just usually dead. Because it's still Spanish is so it. fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's worth it to take it because Belacor is also fast, 14 inch move, uh, eternal safe. He's really good at uh, he's really good tank. He can he can hold uh, giants uh, and other stuff with with high rent. Uh, and I think uh, yeah, it is worth to take it because I can with with all my armies so fast and Belacor is also fast. I can rush my opponent and and uh, like block him in his own deployment. You're not worried about giving away a priority target point by Bellacor dying? No, it's only one point, so no. It's the, the, val the value in controlling your opponent, denying battle tactics and throwing down, I guess, the key the unit. If you haven't seen Bellacor's rule teams, there's a particular uh, unit or a particular rule called Dark Master where you choose a, um, a an opponent's unit and then any time it tries to act in the phase, so once per phase you roll a dice, is it on a three up, it doesn't get to act. It's like a once per battle ability. So um, very, very powerful and great for shutting off things, with, especially who interact in multiple phases, you know, a magic phase, a movement phase, a shooting phase. So, um, and I know when I've spoken to people in the past, um, they try to avoid things like long strikes and bow snakes just because you're trying to stop them in one or two phases. But if you can stop a hero, you know, a slant from casting, you know, from something getting into combat and multiple phases, you do get a lot more value, especially if there might be a battle tactic like Slay the Warlord or Broken Ranks or something where they want to go in, Scarbrand goes in, wants to kill something, boom, you stop them from moving, battle tactic over. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I think... Um, when I'm trying to use Bellacor, it's on the units uh, who are doing things in multiple phases, not only one phase, because it, then it's only one roll. But when you use it on the Mokrasha, for example, so if he won't move or if he won't charge or if he won't fight, that's, that brings you what you want. So you have three chances to stop him instead of one. But sometimes battle... Uh, battle um, 
push you to, 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 to use it on the unit where only one rolls matter. And it's very stressful when, when you're rolling dice. Sure, like if, if you know, like you're up against Stormcast and they've got the holy command to shoot in the hero phase, if you throw it down to try to stop or reduce the amount of damage, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But picking your opponent, especially because it's a once per battle ability, um, is incredibly important. But it's a great centerpiece model and also something that will benefit from itself. So you don't have to worry about synergies, you don't have to worry about like Bella could just go run off and do his own thing. But what I want to talk to you a little bit. Velakor is also a good fighter, uh, not on, not against uh, Seraphon. Yeah, against Seraphon, just just don't engage with, with them because they are just just uh, he can't do anything. But he's a good fighter. Yeah, when I was playing uh, Lumit Realmlords, he had two two inches uh, of on on his weapon, so he was able to reach the the one of the foxes and just kill him in one combat. And uh, then then I get some. Po I didn't get because he's prime uh, target, so he he didn't bring me any points, but. But yeah, so so he's also a good fighter and and for up safe, I think it's it's, it's great unit. So here's your slash rules. I, I wanted to kind of, I, I wanted you to kind of get your perception of of how do you look at the allegiance abilities, and how do you build around it. So obviously there's a whole bunch of things here, right? You've got the feast of depravity, you've got the legions of chaos, which allows you to bring in some other units from um, slaves to darkness, from beasts of chaos. Uh, you get to mark them for Slanesh, and you can't bring anything in from Corn. So you couldn't bring Scarbrand, for example. You couldn't bring a Bloodthirster in, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, not that you could anyway, but like you, you kind of get the point. Um, you've got Locus of Diversion. You've got Euphoric Killers. And then the sub-allegiant you've chosen is the Lured Haze. You've got Invaders, Lured Haze, which came from... Wrath of Ever Chosen. Wrath of the Ever Chosen. The supplement called the Wrath of the Ever Chosen, where they expanded. And I think you've got an extra three options, I think, yes, from memory. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so maybe start from the beginning. Feast of the Depravity. It's it's the very important role. Yeah. It's it's the main goal. How Slanish can win. Always you want to maximize uh, getting depravity. Uh, always you. I think you have to find the the places where where you can summon the goods. And I think um, what is important is it's not to rely on the summoning. I mean, because when you summon them, you can have charge on nine or eight if you are in God Seekers. Uh, so you cannot rely on it, that, that it will work. So I think the most important ink, uh, thing with the summon is just to cover the back. So when they, you, if you will cover the, the let's, let's first say, for example, chariot, because I really love them. They are fast and deadly. Uh, and you, if you cover the, if you summon them in the middle of the table and you are fighting on the like three sides of the table in the middle on the left flank on the right flank and and if one of the combats won't go well you you have a backup you have a backup where you can go when you can charge a charge when you can stop the enemy so i think summon is not for the turn when it was summoned it's for the next turn what 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 is good value from your summoning you know should i be thinking about trying to get 12 depravity points for a keeper of secrets should I be using six depravity points just to get like 10 demonets as quick as possible? What are the ones that you're tapping into and what's a good use? I think best value for money. It's uh, seven points Exalted Chariot and nine points Bladebringer on Exalted Chariot. Uh, simply think they are, they, they deal more damage than Keeper of Secret uh, and they bring Mortal Wounds. 
uh, also, which I, I think it's very important against dragons and Kragnos and all that stuff. Uh, so I think seven and nine points are best. Uh, also 10 points for three seeker chariots because you can have up to nine uh, uh, mortal wounds in charge because uh, each chariot brings uh, on two plus the three mortal wounds uh, and they are count for two models so you have six models uh, so I think like seven points in the first I, I'm always looking for seven or nine points in first battle round then also for uh, nine points in the second battle round so in, in second battle round, I can summon for seven points. Uh, in third battle rounds, I want to summon for nine points. And then in fourth or fifth battle round, I'm trying to keep the points uh, to see if I need it on fourth. Or maybe in five, they will be better just to save the points, summon 30 demonets to cover the point. Uh, and you know, if you summon 30 demonets, nobody can take uh, take the objective from you, yeah, because you have 30 bodies on it. Uh, so I think that's the way I'm trying to do. Uh, and also fiends are okay for the summoning, and sometimes infern infernal entraptors. I don't know if I said right. Uh, it's okay for the summoning against the heavy magic armies because he uh, forces to reroll, and then if the double, uh, he gets. The, some mortal wounds, uh, I mean the caster, and you get depravity. So that's what we are looking for. And also, uh, Infernal Entraptors is deadly for the Kairos because if he changes the dices, he gets uh, mortal wounds from him. So he can just. I, I used to play Lurid Haze with him. I was uh, deep striking the, the Infernal against the Kairos, and he, he, he had two, two options to choose change the dice and get the three mortal wounds. Uh, with every cast or not change dice so I can I have um, biggest chance to just unbind this spell. Yeah, cheeky, I love it. Uh, CJ Harder Green, so I, I love this comment. You know, they might be sucked to build, but those chariots are incredible value. And they've always been a good model. Um, it's just they just suck to build. You'll always yeah. like, there's so many spikes, you'll just like, you'll prick yourself. Yes. Um, and like obviously, you know, with your summoning points, it just depends on what you need in the battle, right? Do you need a hero? Do you need some chaff? Do you need bodies on an objective? You know, are you trying to screen something out? Like, what is it specifically you're trying to do? That's always going to change. Um, and you know, the the summoning pool, you know, you, you can obviously manipulate it, which is great. But how do you generate so many points? Like, if you say to me that you know your first turn you you want to be striving for at least seven depravity, and then you know subsequent you want to be getting nine nine nine, how how do you get the most out of depravity? Are you splitting the attacks? Are you finding other ways? Like, what are you doing? Okay, just one more thing about uh, the summoning. Uh, can I tell the units that people should avoid with the summoning? Sure. I mean, sure. all the all the units. I, I'm looking on phone. Sorry, uh, all the units were for the six points are not that good in the in the beginning of the battle. So if you have six points in in round round one, uh, it's better to wait uh, for seven points for the chariot because seeker chariot is okay, but. It, it doesn't do that much that Exalted Chariot can does uh, can do. Uh, so yeah, I think Exalted Chariot is great, uh, but like don't summon uh, Hellflyer uh, because they just only give mortal wounds on four plus, so you cannot rely on it. So Hellflyers are not that good. Uh, yeah, so so I think just avoid the the summonings for the six points, also for the eight points. 
fields are okay, but it's also when you have nine points just just to summon Blade Brinker on Exalted Channel because it's a hero with the great spell, so he can use the finest hour, he can cast, he can unbind, so it's just better to 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 summon heroes on the chariots. So what I'm hearing is hold to your sevens and your nines. Your sevens and your nines yeah. have the better options, even if there's a difference between one, whether it's like Seeker Chariot versus, I don't know, your uh, Blade Brigger Chariot, I'm better off getting the extra point or two waiting mm -hmm. to get a better option than yeah. just be just throwing down waves of summons because I've got the depravity. Yeah, and about getting depravity, uh, I yes. don't find it hard because um, you have Fate of Slanish, so you can deal one damage to, to your hero, uh, so it's one depravity. Uh, with the Lurid Haze, you can deep stroke like a hero, so you get another, because if you deep strike it in the in the enemy uh, deploy, uh, then you get another, so you have two. Uh, you have a bunch of, of Please Barb Archers with you can... Uh, with you can uh, Choose the targets. Yeah, you can you can uh, um, share attacks. You can you can uh, choose like five archers will shoot to this unit, five to another. Yeah, speed speed attacks. So you're, so, so you're splitting the attacks. Yes, of course, and also depends of the of um, of uh, what uh, what we are playing against. If 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 the army of my enemy has a lot of units, it's much easier. Yeah. Also, when you when you deep strike, for example, Sigvald, he has got plus three to charge, and in first because you have to deep stroke it in the first battle round, uh, you must do it. Uh, so usually he is the one person, only one model who is uh, uh, who is charging in that turn. So he has plus three, so charge on six with the reroll. So don't be afraid to charge even the screen uh, because you might get the double, then move on and 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 kill what's what's what you want to kill. But when you when you attack it um, you, and and an enemy will survive, you will get one depravity. When he survives, you will get another depravity for having a general in the opponent's deploy and then further depravity from the Fane of Sales. So you've got three very easy uh, then easy five or six by blizzard archers because they have like even 30 inches range because they can run and shoot so it's it's six very easy you can uh, look for the uh, chimera mortal wounds senessa uh, spell so you can pick another target anywhere on the table pain of slanesh when you have arcane terrain in in your deploy then you have plus one to cast also she she brings some mortal wounds to the to the game uh, and then you can go through the deadly i'm going with all my army when i see the deadly terrain you you will you can be sure that my whole army will go through that terrain because you don't you. Have to, yeah you don't care about your units in the slanesh because what's good you you have to you have to go like a lot of units on the table and um, you have to just just swamp your enemy with 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 your with your army with the summon. So, and... so it's better to take damage on yourself and try to yeah. generate that depravity than avoiding deadly terrain and you know potentially not. Yeah, and uh, always remember damage. that that when when the enemy goes through the deadly terrain, I always remember about it to to, to ask him to roll the dice because it's very important. Well, on that roll of a one, you get some damage. And I think that that's a good point. Is It's not just your opponent, it's also yourself. And splitting the attacks can help to generate the depravity. I guess it comes down to don't fall too much into a trap where you're farming depravity when actually the better option was to maybe destroy the unit or to remove something yeah. on the objective. Like, you like really do think about your decisioning because sometimes you can get too focused on one particular part. Um, have and you noticed that you... 
Yeah, please. Just one more thing about it. And it's only first turn. So it's hardest to get depravity because you are far away uh, from the enemy and it's a first turn. In the second, third, you get into engage. So the depravities just flow around the, the table. It's, it's so easy to get, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you find, because I, no, I noticed one of the differences between the old book and the latest book was the fact that you can now summon from the Fane of Slanesh, the terrain piece, which I thought was a really good option, right? Like you'd always have like a little back hero in the, you know, just to make sure that if you ever um, found like your Keepers of Secrets dead, you could still summon. But now that you've got the Fane, um, do you often find yourself summoning from the Fane? Is it more just from your heroes or is it just a nice little fallback that you've got something in case your 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 heroes die, uh, it's just a backup, I think. But also, it it um, it helps you when your enemy is deep striking because usually enemy is deep striking with one unit, nor more on the on the back, so he cannot cover all like twenty four inches around the fane. Uh, so when he deep struck his unit, you can summon from the fane and you can uh, charge. Maybe if you if you get into the charge, you can you because when people summon uh, deep strike units, they are not usually that good. So when you summon exalted chariot, they can uh, exalted chariot can easily destroy this unit. And so it's a backup for you coverage of of the of the objective in your territory. Yes, Fane Fane is okay, but I rather to to summon by the the heroes, of course. Uh, summoning demon, it's viable because I always found that, you know, paying for them in my list is probably a bit expensive. I think for what they do, I think I looked at it like plague bearers are like 150 and you get 20 wounds and demon, it's a 140 and you get 10 yeah. wounds. Yeah. Only for summoning. I wouldn't put them into the list, uh, pay the points for them, but summoning 20 or 30 is okay because when you summon uh, 20, uh, you, each six on hit is extra three. In, in, it inflicts three hits on the target. So twenty or thirty are are great. Uh, so yeah, for the summon, of course, they have reload charge, and the other turn they can run and charge. So they are very fast and and deadly. They have a lot of attacks. Uh, yeah, if if you get maybe triumph, they can be three three plus three two plus three plus with every six uh, explosive to three hits. You can uh, when you summon early the exalted chariot. You can and cast the, the, the spell with re-rolling ones. So they can be basically two plus re-roll, exploding sixes into three hits, then two, three or four plus, minus one, one. It's a lot of attacks because they have uh, bases 25 millimeters, so they can attack from the, from the two ranks. So I think, yes, they are okay, but only from 20 or 30 units, not 10. And summoning, not paying for them. Yeah, no, not paying for them. It's, it's if you have like 140 points, just take the health striders, which are which are really bad. I wouldn't take them normally, but it's better to take them because they have four plus safe. Uh, they are faster. Not 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 take them demonets. Oh, poor old demonets! Make demonets great again. <laughs> what they are great. The they other... are great, but they are great. But for the summon, yeah, you when you are playing yeah, football, you you need to have some good people on the bench, which you can you can uh, put on the field when you need them. That's 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 why what I'm looking at them. There are demonets are bench players. It's yeah. true, sadly. Sadly, it's true. But by the way, like you've got a white dwarf coming. I think it's the May white dwarf for Slanesh. So who knows what's coming down the table? Who knows? Maybe demonets will become yeah. better. Uh, maybe there were some some things like battle tactics or maybe some additional rules for demonets. Who knows? 
I'm, um, I'm just asking for one thing, uh, for heroic action, where I can uh, inflict one wound to my hero and then get one depravity. That would be great, because instant one depravity, it can change tactic for the whole turn. So I hope they will bring something like this, because they, they brought it for the Beast of Chaos. They can get heroic action one, one the summoning point. I used to play Beast of Chaos too. Uh, they are a good army. Uh, but um, yeah, so I hope they will bring the same thing for the for the slanesh. I that's hope I you are... it can only be it can only be one rule and that will be fine for me. I hope you are beast of chaos, not corn, because you probably yeah. you wouldn't even know like there's literally no change for corn. Uh, but yeah, you don't yeah, care. Yeah. Like corn corn is your greatest enemy. You laugh at yeah. the face of corn. Yeah, but uh, I, I wanted to play Korn also because I was thinking about Korn and Slanesh uh, because I think I find Korn now in the current meta quite okay. They are not for sure the worst worst army uh, because they can do some shenning guns like uh, charging the enemy face. It can be very surprising for the enemy, but that's that's the the topic for the another another stream. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, like Jerome mentioning in the chat, you know, Scar Card, um, Scar, Scar Cast, um, a friend of the channel. I love that 40k channel. I know um, he's been getting into AOS. A few of them actually, I've been noticing 40k players getting into AOS. And there is absolutely, you know, it's very tactical, slanish, um, it's very high risk, high reward. So uh, it's not for the faint hearted. You're not going Stormcast Dragons, move forward and go burr. You know, it does take time and tactics to, to do well. But I, I want to get into the other rules. You know, you've got your mm -hmm. Legions of Chaos, you've got your Locus of Diversion, you've got the Euphoric Killers. Do you look much into the Legions of Chaos? Are you tapping into your Slaves to Darkness? Um, do you think Beasts of Chaos in general, not just specifically this list we're going to talk about, but as a Slanesh player, is it worth going into Slaves to Darkness? Is it worth tapping into Beasts of Chaos? Or does everything I need kind of sitting in my battle tome? Yeah, I think, yes, you, you should you should read all the all the um, all the books you have available to play with the Slanesh because you can find some good War Scrolls there. Uh, that's why I found Chimera. I think D6 Mortal Wounds, it's amazing. It's big threat. And like people have to hide uh, their, their, their small heroes uh, behind because Chimera can just one-shot them. Uh, and so, yeah, I think, I think we should not close just into the Slanesh because Slanesh is so bad on its own that we should find. That's true, yeah. That's true. I'm, I, I'm not telling anything new. Uh, it's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad there that we should should lean into allies, coalition units. But also you can you can find some good units into the in in the Slanesh army. So it's just up to the player. Uh, Ma uh, Maruder uh, horsemen are okay because they throw javelins. They are fast, so they can bring you some depravity. Uh, I know, yeah, I know. I know Bill Souza, who is a very good player in the America scene, was doing um, well with Slanesh, and he brought in Cockatrice. Yes. Um, because they've also got mortal wound shooting. So, mm -hmm. um, and unlike unlike Nurgle, your your actual coalition units can actually get depravity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yeah. So unlike, you know, in Nurgle, they don't generate disease tokens, but for you, you can tap into other units. So if you're looking for something maybe with range, I don't know if you want a soul grinder or something, I probably wouldn't mm -hmm. recommend a soul grinder, but things mm -hmm. like Cockatrice, things like Chimeras are, are, are good options. I, I really like as well the, um, the, the kitty cat, this, the Sphinx, the, um, what's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sphinrax, something like this. I know. I know. 
Also, there's some, there also are some good the, options in in Slice of Darkness. Also, this big uh, ball from the Beast of Chaos uh, with the stone above him, his head, Saigor, I think. He he can unbind the spells, and when he oh, unbinds, yeah. he he deals. But he deals three d three damage to the caster. Another depravity for you. So I know the the model is not very good, but he farms you depravity. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think you and I vary on the, the value of a Saigor. I, I think even with the White Dwarf updates, I would not take a Saigor. But you, what you, I guess what I'm hearing from you is uh, Legions of Chaos. Definitely look into your Slaves to Darkness and your Beasts of Chaos to tap into some other units that might get you uh, either as, you know, some monster points, give you some shooting attacks. What I'm hearing from you especially is the Mortal Wound shooting, the Chimera, the Cockatrice as two examples. That could bring you in some good damage, some depravity points, and still align to the um, the slanish keyword. Yeah. Also, um, when I brought two to allies, uh, allies and coalition unit, uh, those two are monsters. So my grand strategy is uh, relies on the allies unit because I have only one one monster, Senesa, and then two monsters from the ally and coalition. So if if I wouldn't have coalition and ally units, I wouldn't be able to do this grand strategy. I think you've convinced people to take Cygors. Don't, don't take Cygors. <laughs> please, please don't. No they're very cheap and monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they're very quick to give you away, give away a, a monster point when they die. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, right. Loc <laughs> Locus of Diversion and Euphoric Killers, are these important to your strategies or are they just nice to have abilities? Locus of Diversion is very good when I summon the chariots because every hero can do it, every demon hero can do it. So when I summon Bladebringer on the chariot and he charges, so he can charge even big unit and on four plus they they won't hurt him much. Yeah. So yes, also with Senesa, she has got minus one to hit and she can go into the combat uh, with with the finest hour or or with allow defense or also with lurid haste. I have command ability, so I can have two allow defenses uh, in the in the one combat phase so he can go there and on four plus uh, she can just turn off uh, the units from the piling and i think that's that's very good but not the thing you can rely on because it's on four plus and i'm i'm just stick to the rule when something is on four plus i will never roll the dice on four plus so i don't rely on thing uh, like four pluses no no it's certainly not the two pluses that you used to be able to enjoy yeah. back in the day right the keeper, plus with the keeper. Did it on a two yeah. plus yeah like it was so now, good. now with the three yeah yeah, because there's now, a bit yeah. more risk and reward. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's just a nice thing. You can remember about it. It's okay with the, like, when you use it uh, with the, for example, with Senesa, so she can uh, roar on the enemy on 3+, so he won't be able to use the, the command abilities. Then she can uh, turn off his piling with two good uh, rolls. So, yeah, it's it's very useful, but it's just, just something. The Wa mentioning in the chat, every time I hear about off-meta armies doing well, I want to collect the army. Imagine what it's like being me, talking to awesome guests and like, yeah, I'm going to run Slanash, yeah, I'm going to run Nurgle, yeah, I'm going to run Carriage and Overlords. Like, it's it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. But I, I, what, I, what I love about what you shared is, you know, there is no particular war scroll that you're really relying upon. You are maximizing what you've currently got. And if it means there's a nerf or there's a change, um, it's not like your whole strategy. It's really about the, co the cohesive force and how you're generating depravity and how you're manipulating the board rather than putting all your eggs in one basket like a lot of factions are currently doing with one or two particular units. So 
that's what I'm hearing about the keys to success when it comes to Slanish right now. Yeah, and uh, the the rule with the exploding uh, sixes on hits is just good rule. Yeah, it, there is nothing to explain about it. Uh, Sigvald with exploding sixes, uh, great. Yeah, of course. Uh, shame that Chimera and Belakor uh, don't have it. That would be great, but uh, because allies and coalition do doesn't get the, this ability. Uh, but yeah, all, it's just good. You, just just good thing. You you always seeking for the sixes. It's very good with slick blade seekers because uh, on six to hits they generate two hits, but on six to towards they generate they generate additional movement uh, mortal wounds. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, when you throw a lot of sixes in the for the hit, you have more chances to to, to roll some sixes on the wounds which we are looking. For. For. talk to me about the host of chaos so you've obviously got the um you've got the invaders you've got the pretenders and you've got the god seekers are all three of them in your opinion good or I do think... you think one stands out better than the others I think God Seekers are the best for the for 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 the depravity farming because when the when the uh, your general charges he he gives you d3 depravity with when he charges with another units it's d3 plus one so I think it's a lot because you can generate from two to four depravity and so it's one third of the keeper of secrets with with the single charge also God Seekers have got like a common trait a supreme hunter I think uh, when he uh, that, that makes your general uh, charges after retreat. So he can charge, retreat, charge, retreat, and repeat it uh, all the game. Uh, yes, but minus with the God Seeker is that you have to rely on your general. And he's, uh, we don't have like tough units, maybe Glutas only or Sigvald, but Sigvald is very slow when he is put on the table. Uh, so he might not be able to, to charge. Um, that's when I had uh, Amulet of Destiny, I was playing God Seekers with the Keeper because Keeper was deadly uh, and he was generating so many depravity points and he was hard to kill because he had like, Three plus safe and five plus ward, and that's and then and when I was when I was playing with him, I I leaned into the healing. I had life swarm, so he was really really easy to to heal himself uh, to generate more, more depravity to charge another units. So I think God Seeker overall is the best faction, but pretenders and and inviters are still still good. Um. <laughs> Someone in the chat, I think they're trolling you. They must be trolling you because Jacob is asking, what do you think of Darilia, which is a Cities of Sigma model, the crossbow girl. Has she shot off one of your models? Is that what the joke is here? No, Jacob is my friend from the from my city. And uh, he, with, with some friends, with other friends, um, they love Doralia because a lot of a lot of players, good players, bring her into the into the army with the living city. But I think she she's not that good. But I I never played against her, so I maybe I must have my wizard killed in one shot to to convince myself that that she's good. But yeah, Doralia is our like um, guilty pleasure in in my city. <laughs> yeah, she she is very good. But the reason I've gone big screen instead of the rules, because I want to talk uh -huh. to you very briefly about Keeper of Secrets, someone we haven't uh -huh. acknowledged just yet, both the Keeper of Secrets and Shalaxi. How do they go at the moment with 3rd edition? Uh, could you repeat, please? Shalaxi and the Keeper of Secrets, are they good at the moment in 3rd in edition, or is there something that's holding them back from being competitive units? Uh, 
Shalexi should cost 200 points maximum to be to be good in in any edition. So it's it's I think it's the worst unit in the army. Uh, she has got three attacks. So yeah, for 400 points now, Shalexi is just she needs her um, uh, war scroll uh, war scroll uh, um, remade. Uh, about the uh, about the keeper of secret, I think he is good. He was good. She was good, or it was good. Um, uh, with the amulet of destiny, uh, he is okay, but it's expensive model. And maybe for the summoning, I have one beautifully painted, but uh, it's for the summoning because people. I think Belakor is just better. When I have to pick uh, Keeper of Belakor, just pick Belakor. They deal similar damage, and Belakor has great ability. So I think just just bring Belakor uh, instead of Keeper of Secrets. I think the Keeper of Secrets not being able to receive its own command ability and you've got to issue it to another, which then makes them an expensive power pair. I think that's kind of what kills me because like, then you got to take two Keepers and that's very expensive. Good thing about the Keeper is to bring him with the Sigvald. So Sigvald can attack. Uh, he he's uh, he, when he charges he strike on the on the start of the combat phase and then you can use again uh, command ability of the keeper so he strikes twice uh, before any other uh, units was will, will attack so when I was playing with the keeper and I, ha- I had Sigvald in Godseekers I used to do this thing so then Sigvald one shots Mokrasha Teclis. Uh, great and clean one. He was like really, really big killer. I I played on tournament on GT tournament uh, in Warsaw with the keeper and the Sigvald, and I had four games against Lumit Realm Lords. So four out of five games against uh, Luminets, yeah, and Sigvald killed three out of four Teclis as well, yeah. But Teclis can stand a total to Slanesh. Luminet with Teclis uh, out to lose against Slanesh, to be honest. We'll get. All right, I'm going to yeah. bring up your list in a minute. I just want to Sorry. ask you about one. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. It's good. It's good. It's good. I just want one more model feedback, and that is the big fatty himself, Glutos. Uh, he's good. He's good. Uh, but the main problem is that he's rolling uh, two plus to get five plus ward, and it's only uh, he can only do it in his hero phase. If that would be on the beginning of the round. That would be great because when someone uh, uh, inflict five wards to Glutas, he won't be able to to, to get this uh, two plus roll to get five plus ward save. So what forces you with the Glutas or or to bl- to bring uh, life swarm to to get healing so you can do it. Uh, so it's another 60 points uh, or it forces you to start with the army, but you don't want to start with the Slanesh. You want to counter your enemy. You want to to um, bring as many depravity as you want. So when an enemy starting and he's shooting at you to some spells, he gives you some depravity, then you can heal yourself, re, um, use uh, rally commentability on the units, which were dam- damaged. Uh, and then but if you will bring Glutos, they will focus on the Glutos and they will just kill him or, or bring so many wards to him that he won't have this uh, 5 plus ward save. And he's not as good as Fighter, but he's okay unit. I, I see the rosters with him. I was thinking about him also, but it's nearly 500 points and in my opinion, it's a little bit expensive. I was going to say it is a lot of points. It'll come about one quarter of your points. So, uh, And you're right. It's, it's, you know, it's a big... It's a big amount of points, 
you get a lot of wounds for it. Like it is very generous with the wounds, especially while you've got the five up board, but it is a big points allocation. And I think, you know, when we go to your list, you know what, let's just bring it up now. Let's actually just talk, one, one talk thing about, about Glutos. Uh, he is great against close combat armies uh, because when um, he's good at, at fighting, he's good caster and uh, close combat armies, which cannot bring, uh, inflict any wounds to him from the, from the distance, then he can turn on his, uh, ward safe and then with a lot of wounds uh with a lot of wounds uh, and he's really tough three plus safe so easily two plus safe he can yeah. he can uh, be really good tanky so i would pick him in god seekers and make him general even losing the common trait just to to make my general as tough as possible uh he can have from the second battle round run and charge uh so yeah i think i think in god seekers he might he might do well but i also saw the people bringing him into lurid haze and deep struck him but he has so big uh, base that yeah. it's really impossible to, to deep stroke him in the good place in the table. Which is why things like um, Sigvold is actually a really good option in yes. the Invaders Lured Haze. So um, I thought I'd bring up your list and you can talk through about what this brings to the table. Because when I look at this list, it's certainly a little bit different, right? You know, you've got Bellacore, you've got Sigvold, and you've got Senessa. And being an invaders list, you can have up to three generals. Uh, Bellacore obviously can't be general um, because he's a coalition unit. Um, you've also got yourself three units of Blissbub archers, not reinforced, just single, just single um, MSUs. You've got yourself your Chimera from the Beasts of Chaos. You've got yourself a unit of five Slick Blade Seekers and then a unit of five Seekers. Um, you've gone battle regimen as well, so you've gone one drop. So I'd love to know a little bit as well why you've gone one drop and what's the pros and cons versus going warlord or even hunters or some other type of um, combination. But talk me through what are you trying to generate here? How does this list work? Um, how, what does it all do together? Okay, so starting with the with the um, army type invaders, it's only taken because of the lurid haze. I want to have, I'm sorry, I want to have a deep strike. That's why I'm picking the lurid haze. Even with the charges on nine, it's still Sigvald, so plus three. Or, or I'm trying to to deep strike something that I can use later in the game. To force my enemy to to take care of that unit, uh, to to split uh, their army. Uh, as I said on the beginning, when when opponents split their army, I have summon. It's it's uh, and I am choosing combat because I'm fast. Uh, that's 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 why I'm trying to do with my enemy. Uh, so that's 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 why I'm picking the lurid haze, and they have got really good combat ability because uh, possibility to get to all of defenses during one combat it's it's great thing i th uh, i think uh so yeah belakor obviously for the control uh good fighter also good tank so belakor is very useful i think in every chaos army uh sigvald uh for deep striking uh, plus three to charge also depends against which enemy i'm playing because uh when i know that my enemy will come at me like Iron Jaws, Augurs, uh, and Dragons, for example. I don't have to hide uh, Sigvald in the Deep Strike. Yeah? Um, Senesa is, uh, I know 
that a lot of people will swap it for contorted epitome but i think senessa is so good units she brings mortal wounds she's got a lot of uh, spells like 14 or 15 spells uh, so she can cast whatever you need uh, she can cast like mm, uh, I don't remember the name of the spell, but on 7 plus, uh, pick one hero in 12 inch, and that hero cannot run, charge, and use command abilities. So that's very good spell. Uh, she's got Pavain of Slanesh, uh, so it's uh, anywhere on the table can be cast, uh, and you pick one hero, uh, and roll number of dice, uh, uh, number of dice equals the, this movement characteristic of the hero, and each 5 plus is mortal wound. So, for example, on Severed, 24 dices, each dice 5 plus, that's really good. Against uh, um, Morati, you can just deal 3 damage to her in the in the, in the the hero phase and just don't care about her anymore uh, during other phases. So Senesa is great. Also very mobile uh, summoning because she can move like, uh, she can move 12 inches, then run 6, so 18, then summon 12, so you have range of 30 inches of the summoning she flies uh, she's got cover because she's got only nine wounds uh, so very easy you can make her minus two to wounds from shooting uh, minus two to hits from shooting and cover so yeah it's she's very tough to be honest time out pause but we, we skipped seaball too quickly no 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 no. it's good it's, uh -huh. i love it um jerome uh, jerome made an interesting point that i'll bring up i'd love to hear thoughts um, Jerome saying 104, 104 wounds in a 2,000 point list is definitely playing AOS on hard mode. I have some thoughts. I'd be curious to hear what your response would be, uh, given that your list your list on paper is 100, 104 wounds. Yes, um, it's just 104 wounds. I'm not looking that I need 120 wounds. Instead of 100 or something like this. If that list would have 90 wounds, I wouldn't care to be honest, because uh, you want to avoid uh, damage. You want to avoid engaging into combats you don't want, because everything in that list may be uh, only, only heroes, not, but every unit in that list, if it engages in combat you don't want, they just die. Uh, so if they would have 120 wounds, they would die anyway. So, uh, so. And you bring and you bring a lot of units, a lot of wounds into the table. Every chariot is ten wounds. Uh, Thirty demonets is thirty wounds. So I think I'm ending up each battle uh, around like hundred fifty wounds on the table altogether. You've also got to remember that you're summoning a whole bunch of units. So if you're bringing in yeah. five to ten wounds a turn then we're really looking at if you're, you know, on, on a, let's say you're on average you're bringing on, I don't know, 10 wounds a turn, um, you know, that's, that's then potentially another 40 wounds there. So it's not so bad, but I can appreciate where you're coming from when you look at that raw number, um, mm -hmm. which is, again, why depravity becomes so important. And um, no, 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 I know it's no, no disrespect, but I know when you're looking at the wounds allocation, that might seem not a lot considering, as you've already mentioned at the top of the show, how bad your armor saves can be. You don't have a lot of good ward saves. Um, you are very fragile force. So I think it's a really valid comment. Yes, but, you know, playing Slanish, in, it's not easy, a game, yeah? You, you just have to be flexible, just try to, to keep this army alive. And also farming the private helps because if you 
let's say for example enemy has got like 10 units uh, or eight units uh, at the beginning of the game if you like damage hurt like seven of them or six of them uh, they are just become less effective on the on the table uh, some units are losing their abilities if there there is less than for example like free guild crossbowmen if it's 10 of them they can shoot twice like they've got two attacks if it's nine they're not so just kill one of them and they will not be able to to shoot with two attacks or, or only one so it they will deal 50% less damage they they uh, if they they will be full and a lot of armies now focusing about like just uh, swiping off enemy units from the table and it's not how you want to play with the slanesh so if you damage all the units and they just become less effective that's also bring some uh, some some good news for you because your units are are they have more chances just to survive on the table because enemy units are not as good as they were before. Yeah, and like, you know, one of the reasons why I want to loop back to Sigvold is that, you know, Sigvold has a lot of great value, especially in an invader lure haze build, right? You get plus three to your charge roll. So if it comes in from reserve, you're really looking at a six-inch charge, not a nine-inch charge. You know, six-inch charge is very achievable, especially if you have to use a, uh, a CP to re-roll that one. Being a hero, he can issue it to himself. Um, when you then look at the fact that he fights first, he ignores ward saves, so he cuts through his ward saves with the, slide, the shard slash, and then the mirror shield giving him a four-up ward save. So while he is only six wounds on table, three-up armor save, four-up ward save, um, Sigvold can be quite tanky um, when you look at those types of things together. Yes, and he strikes first when he charges. So even if he charges, let's say, mm, uh, Mega, Mega Gargant or Mokrasha or some, some deadly big heroes or, or some deadly units, if he strikes first, then he can deal some damage, then makes this unit less effective. So he had more chances to survive combat with them. Uh, and yeah, Sigvald is just... just best uh and yes yeah, bringing him into fight he loves to fight so that's that's where he belongs to he must be in the fight uh yeah and that's 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 why even if he doesn't charge he has still five attacks so it's not that bad yeah but and if he if he does charge um he gets to attack with the unmodified charge roll so the amount of attacks is either five or whatever you roll unmodified yeah. so not at the, not adding the plus three but if you roll yeah. a seven then it, and he charges, that'd be seven attacks, hitting on twos, wounding on threes, rend two for D3 damage. So yeah. if you're thinking about pulling down, like you mentioned, a Mega Gargant, or you really need to clear a certain particular unit, um, Sigvold could do incredible damage when you look at that profile. Also, like because a lot of people um, saying that when... Hmm, uh, we, when you deep stroke in the first first battle round, a lot of uh, enemies can uh, screen uh, of it, yeah, because it's first battle and they know what will happen. But bringing Sigvald, so he, for example, uh, average roll on two dice is seven. So you roll seven plus three, it's ten. Then you've got uh, three inch piling move, so he can move thirteen inches. And then if you are not first, if that's why it's one drop to avoid being first. If you are not first, uh, then if he kills that screen and move 13 inches deep into your enemy, even from the side, but uh, tables are smaller now. So if he deep, uh, deep, if he moved 13 inches into in uh, like to the middle of the table, and then you want the roll off, 
he has open space to to charge whatever he wants because then he will move six inch then another charge plus three yeah so sigvald don't be afraid with charging sigvald to the screens because he will kill them he will survive what what will charge on him and if nothing will charge on him he's fast enough when he's in the middle of the table to get anything he wants one one thing i want to ask you about with senessa so Senessa, one of the things I love about Senessa is the fact that she's nine wounds when you compare it to Dexessa, which is mm -hmm. 10 wounds, which means that with Senessa, she can play a sub-commander role in a battalion, yeah. while Dexessa cannot. My question to you is why haven't you included Dexessa in this list? Uh, what are your first, thoughts on her? First of all, Belakor, because he he's still the slot for the for the commander and and that, that's all. Also, Dexessa is not that good as Senessa, okay? She can issue command without spending command point. She, when she starts to fighting, uh, then the, her attacks, like, uh, characteristic uh, grow, yeah? Because she can add one to attack uh, characteristic uh, uh, each round. Uh, but she she has only four plus safe. She hasn't got any more at all uh, wound protection. Uh, okay, she can run and fight, uh, but no, she's just too light to be engaged into combat. Snessa, you can stay from the behind, deal mortal wounds, cast, issue combat abilities, uh, and do some shinning guns. But with Dexessa, she must be into a fight, and she's so fragile that that she she should cost like 60 points less, I think, to be to be able to, to be put in the roster. Yeah, I mean, like she you knows she 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 causes a minus one to hit aura around her. Yes. Um and, you know, like I look at the Scepter of Slanesh, that means that you don't take Battleshock tests for Slanesh Demons within 12. That mm -hmm. seems rather useless considering Slanesh Demons are Bravery 10. Yeah. So I don't really need that ability. Yeah, like I'm not running a block of 30 Demonets at the moment. Um, the Joyous Battle Fury certainly kind of is helpful, especially when you then look at the run or retreat and charge. But if I want to combat Monster or someone who's going to do damage... Dexess has got like she's got two attacks that have rend two for two damage, and the rest of her attacks are, are rend one for two damage. So I think I'm getting much more consistency and value from Sigvold than Dexessa, unfortunately, as, as as much as it pains me to say. Or you can or you can just take a Bladebringer on Exalted Chariot. They're similar uh, points, and you can give him an ability that he will get. That's very good for the one drop, to be honest, because you can give him an artifact that he will get minus one wound, but he will get fly. So then he will has uh, have his move uh, wound characteristic nine, so he can fit into one drop because he can be uh, taken as a sub commander. Then you can take Big Bat and Bellacor. Then you still have Bladebringer on the Exalted Chariot, which, uh, which has got flying. And then you can also, uh, when he's next to the Fane of Slanesh, uh, he can also sacrifice his artifact because it's artifact. So he will lose his flying, but he will get his one wound back and he will be again 10 wounds, fast unit and much more deadlier than, uh, than uh, Dexessa. And Mortal Wounds, uh, that, that's what we are looking for. Before we get into the other units, Jonathan asking an in interesting question that um, I hadn't really thought of. It's, a, it's an interesting one, um, although I think I know the answer. Jonathan asking, out of curiosity, why no general heroes to take advantage of command traits, artifacts? Um, you know, would you ha have something like the Lord on Kakadrak or other heroes that you might want to tool up? Um, 
I imagine the answer is going to be the fact that this this this, this works better, and you don't yeah, need the command trait in the artifact. It's just one drop, so I I don't so I am forced to take uh, generic command trait and artifact, which are really bad. Rerolling re dice rolls um, dice rolls for the running is nothing big, and plus one the plus one wound to for any character is nothing big. So and uh, I think. In my opinion, slanesh must be one drop or as less drops as possible. So you don't, you are not looking for the warlord or or any other uh, battalions to get some artifact because you just you just want to keep the one drop and generic artifact and command trait are not as good to to resign from of Belak or Sigvert or Sinesa. Why why do you want to, why do you want to be one drop? Because you want, uh, as I said at the beginning, Slanesh needs control of the table. With one drop, you have the most, um, uh, the, the highest percent, percent chance to, to be, to decide who will go first, yeah? So uh, playing against two more Krasha, they will have more than one drop. Playing against, um, let's say, uh, Daughters of Cain with the, in the Hagnar, they will have more than one drop. So you, you have a lot of uh, chances to decide that you won't go first. Against Legion of the First Prince, they have a lot of drops. Against Seraphons, they have a lot of drops. So you can uh, be one drop, measure everything, and screen yourself so the Bastilodon and other stuff won't do anything to you in turn one. Uh, Slan won't cast any Comet because it brings you so many depravities that that's the, the spell is not worth it to cast for, for them. Uh, yeah, so that's I think that's one drop is very very necessary for the for the slanesh yeah no you definitely want to be able to control especially with so so many frail um models and the board control as well you want to be able to you know do you want to be moving around or do you want to respond to your opponent do you have any thoughts on celeste um uh, yeah, and i know it's... people used to run this combination when the white dwarf before in, in between battle tome one and battle tome two when there was Celesk's host and you yeah. could get like double depravity points. Yeah. But since that white dwarf kind of stopped running, I haven't really seen Celesk on the table. Yeah, Celeska brings you a lot of depravity on the beginning of the battle because he can bring you D3 or D6, uh, as I as far as I remember, to depravity. But it 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 um, forces you to pick a lot of different units. Uh, mm. And it's just not worth it. Depravity is so easy to get that uh, bringing the three, which can be one, or bringing the six, which can be one, is not worth to take him. He's not, uh, and he relies on having as many mortal as uh, the same number of mortal and demons around him to get some bonuses. It's it's very hard. It's it's it um, having Celesa doesn't give you opportunity to 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 be free on the table you have to always remember uh, about him about yeah Celeste. no mm -hmm. agree, agreed like it, it's this weird uh probably worked in second edition a little bit better but right yeah. now i'm like oh, i just don't have the points to having this balancing act and it's a good little utility like it's got a bit of spells like a bit of combat it's got a bit of movement but it's not a um a master of any of those fields it's very much a utility piece and i think again if I'm looking for more of a utility, I'm going Glutos. I'm not going Celeste. And also, it's a model you have to like cover your army around, so your enemy knows that okay, that's the target. That's the target of what what I want to kill. And when you look at my list, uh, it's very hard for the enemy to pick the target to kill. 
Well, let's talk about those those units, right? You got three units of Bliss Bub Archers, you've got the Chimera, you've got the Sick Blade Seekers, and you've got the Seekers. How are they all working? Because they're all primarily not combatty units. You know, you've definitely got a lot of shooting here. Yes. So four out of six of those units can shoot. Uh, and Bliss Bub Archers are obviously for the board control uh, because they can run, uh, they can move 12 and still shoot. Uh, so they can uh, they can pick the, the, the targets around all the table. And if you make mistake in deploy, you can easily cover this mistake by moving them really fast. Uh, and of course, they are forgetting the gravity as much as possible. So I'm usually not using them to to kill the enemy, just to, to just to bring some deal some damage to them and and get the gravity. Uh, Chimera D6 mortal wounds is very good against the small heroes because people um, enemy has to think about it that okay, this guy might. Might just roll five or six and kill my hero, so I will better keep him behind. And small heroes are usually like uh, support heroes, um, and people need to have them next to the their units. So they have two uh, possibility to they have two choices: or to keep them behind and stop giving uh, bonuses to their units, or keep them up front and and. Uh, Put them into the danger against Chimera, and also Chimera has a lot of of uh, attacks, and uh, she can easily kill like uh, light armored units. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, she's she's fine, and also she's picked because she fits into one drop. Question on the the Chimera: Why not just go to Cockatrice? Because, because Cockatrice it's... are worth ninety five points versus the two twenty for a Chimera, and that would be potentially double the mortal wounds. Yeah, in this particular list, because uh, it won't be double the mortal wounds because it's okay. They don't uh, they don't have bracket. So, but it's four plus. So you will ro roll one four plus, and the other you won't. Uh, they they don't fit into one drop. Only this list. I'm talking about this list uh, only. They don't fit into one drop, uh, and it's four plus. I don't rely on it because it's four plus. Then you have to roll the six. So it's it. it they are okay. They are not monsters, so they don't they don't bracket. They are small and, and not expensive units. So people, if they have to, they if they will focus on them, they will lose a lot of um, of their energy to kill them and don't get much point of it. But also, Chimera gives me a grand strategy beast master. That's that's why Chimera is there. But I'm not telling. I'm not saying that uh, that this this cockatrice unit is bad. It just doesn't fit into this roster. No, 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 it's okay. And 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 anyone who's seen this channel before knows that um, this is not about the master one only way to run Slanesh, right? This is just one guest sharing their ideas yeah, and their course. thoughts. The other consideration is the fact that um, a, a, a cockatrice is a monster. So oh, it's a it monster. Is a, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, a monster. It's a monster. Sorry. No, 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 no. Which means that when it dies, because it's only a squishy monster, right? It's eight wounds. So when it dies, you're giving away a victory point. And I think you made a really good point that the Cockatrice is doing mortal wounds on a 4+. And it's okay. D6, right? So you could roll a 4 and then roll one mortal wound. So mm -hmm. is it worth doing two? Probably not. Maybe the Chimera, if you've got the points, is certainly okay. better. It's not Behemoth, so that's why it is Correct. Yes, it's not a Behemoth. Yeah. No, it's, it's not a Behemoth, monster. but it is a monster. Okay, I, I just to be honest, I just didn't read it that he's a monster, uh, and that that changed some things because you can bring two and have two monsters. So yeah, I think 
this unit is okay. This, this unit is great because it's only 95 points. Okay, giving up uh, one victory points for killing the monster, but they have eight wounds. Chimera has only 12, so it's not a big difference. Uh, Chimera think is that um, she can fight also, and Cocotra is not. Uh, not that much, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think... To be honest, I don't know if I would be able to take two cockatrice instead of one chimera. I'm not sure what I would take. Uh, I what I would take. So yeah, cockatrice might be a very good choice. To be honest, now look, it could be like if you're wanting to run a list with like Emerald Life Swarm and you're you know you're tied up with points and you don't have the two hundred odd to spend, the cockatrice could be alternative, right? Or yeah. if you're looking for multiple. But I think you know your list obviously works right. You've gone five and oh. I'm not I'm not here to slag off your list, but it's more about are there other options and pros yes, and cons? Of course, and, of course. And, yeah, and so Cockatrice can... is other option. Yeah, it's it's other option for sure. He it can do the, the bunch of damage also. It it um also can and it it uh, it can be deep deep strike, but it's fast unit and also brings some damage to the small heroes. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 good units if you are taking it into the slanish. Um, it, what about the other units? What about your slick blades and your seekers? Why why those particular units? Slick blade seekers are very good. They fast. They can reload charges on their own. Uh, they they inflict some mortal wounds. They've got twenty wounds, so it's not that easy to kill them. Uh, it's four four wounds per 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 model. So if people kill them, you can always use the rally on them. Uh, they are fast. They are yeah. So it's just good combat unit to be honest. But yeah. if they 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 cannot be charged. Like nobody can charge them because they are so fragile that they will die easily, even from the shooting. But four wounds, so it's not easy to 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 get one model of the unit. So even if somebody inflicts three wounds, they are still attack with the full power. Why why not something like Painbringers or uh, is it your your um... twin souls? Yeah, the twin souls. Yeah, why yeah. why not those units instead? Uh, twin souls, I find them just as a bad unit. Uh, they are expensive. You, if, if you take five, they are useless. If you take ten, they are uh, more expensive than slick blade seekers. So it's better just to pick slick blade seekers, which are six inch faster. They deal some mortal wounds. They've got rent. Uh, they have more attacks than than twin souls, and they hit trees, not fours like twin souls. Uh, and uh, painbringers are good. I, I am, I am. Trying to find the list where I can uh, fit them, when I can put the paint brinkers, but also only in unit of of uh, ten or more or fifteen. But then you have to take Lord of Pain, which is really bad to be honest. So just take ten ten uh, paint brinkers are are okay and beautiful models. I'm gonna ask. I'm I'm throwing all the hard questions at you, mate. You're handling this absolutely so well. Slangor. Is there a place for Slangor at the <laughs> Skip, 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 skip. Okay, no, no. No, no, no. is not, no. I'm not that no, crazy what... to play Slangor's. Maybe ask you a different different way. What would it take for you to consider Slangor? Is it a points thing? Is it a synergy thing? Like, what would you need to see in order to... Um, and, for, and by the way, thank you so much, uh, The Wah. Appreciate uh, the donation. Much love. What would it take for you to get Slangor on the table? Like, if, if, if you got to choose what was coming in the White Dwarf and it was going to impact Slangor, what would it be? I will open the War Scroll. 
So it's a five up save. It has bravery six, three wounds, eight inch movement. Uh, all of its attacks are rend minus one. Um, like it gets plus one attack if it charges at the end of the combat. Uh, it can do a mortal wound on a four up. What would it Some, take? Somebody would have to pay me a lot of money to, to just put them on the table, to be honest. No, they're just bad. They're just the worst, worst call. They have three wounds, five plus save. Okay, eight wounds, but. They hits on four minus one rent, which is nothing in the current edition. If you have if you have small amount of the of the attacks, yeah. Uh, okay, one other uh, if they charge move in the turn, they're just fragile. Five plus one, so everybody unleash hell will destroy them. Like they won't survive unleash hell to attack. And I hope someone is so good enough playing Slanish that that can bring Slangers into the army, but I am not that person for sure. No, I've, ne I've never seen anyone competitively do well with Slangor. Yeah. Um, uh, if you are that person, you're listening, please let me know. I have <laughs> not seen a competitive Slangor list. Look, yeah. but you are the guy who is telling people to go by Psygor, so maybe you had some cracks. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not telling to run them. <laughs> I'm not telling you to run them. I'm just saying that they bring some depravity and, and unbinds and monsters. So and nobody will care about them on the table. Yeah, they look they are cool models. I do like yes, Slam Gore. Yes, they are they, uh, the rule of cool is yeah. More like Slam Gore. Yeah, look, they, they they're cool models. I think they need some more synergy with the Beast of Chaos or something. Uh there's something lacking with the model. But look, I, I really like your list. I think um you're certainly playing a different game. You know, you're playing a lot of movement. You know, Senessa is doing some cool things with your spell casting and just, just general board control, which much like Bellacor. Um, Sigvold's definitely coming in because your uh, invaders, Lewid Hayes, is a D3 coming in from reserve. I imagine Sigvold always that guaranteed one. And then depending on what you've got and who you're playing and how they've deployed, you might bring on, I don't know, the, the Chimera or the Bliss Bob Archers. I can't, to do some I can't, I can't bring Chimera because uh, it's Kalish. Oh, of course. Unit. Yeah, yes, that's it's, 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 it's not but Chimera, Chimera has got plus two to charge. That would be great to bring her into Lurid Haze, but not for that's Slash, right. yeah? Because uh, it's Hedonite uh, keyword. It's yeah. Hedonite, right? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And uh, yeah, please, Barpatches is good pick because you can, then your enemy, ha because it's after deploy. So when enemy won't screen in good way, you can deploy the archers and they can shoot nine inch behind the screen. So yeah, that's 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 good thing. Do you think something like this, the soul grinder, would have a place? Because it's obviously so much in in Slaves to Darkness and the Beasts of Chaos that you can really tap into. Do you think uh, like I was thinking about between Soul Grinder and Chimera in this list, but Soul Grinder is so ugly model that I won't ever pick him into the. That's really that's the re only reason why. I all, also want to play a game with beautiful models, and and uh, Slam uh, Soul Grinder doesn't belong to to the beautiful models. But it's it's okay unit. He shoots, he fights, uh, his stuff. So yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and I think the other challenge with the um, the. Um soul grinder is the base size yeah it's big um, because it's a very Ch big base size yeah chimera has got uh, base size like chariot so it's not that big and slangor is like more crush or something like this yes yeah, so maybe like not more crusher, but very big yeah it's good for kind of controlling the board because it's a big part you know piece of pie plate that, you know you can kind of control and you know it, it's hard to kind of avoid but then at the same time it gets blocked up with terrain quite easily and it's hard to kind of maneuver around the board so 
look, if you want to like get like a, a soul grinder and maybe buy like a third party model, like, yeah, maybe, but yeah, like that robotic thing, probably not for me at this point. What are the, what are the keys to success? Like if I'm going to play Slanesh and I'm going to do really well on the table, what are like your, your tips for me? I think the victory points, like, I mean, we are playing the, the different game the, than the other players. We, you can see when you check my uh, tournament re results, like not only from the GT Watch, but from the other GTs or, or the local tournaments, I'm always giving up a lot of uh, victory points. Like people, a lot of times they just tabled me or, or like kills like a thousand and five hundred points of my army. Uh, but we don't have to care about it because we have another summon and we can cover up the whole table just to just to protect the the victory points. And I think and I think that's the that's the the main goal. On the last game in the final round in GT Watch, I was playing Seraphon and I lost all two thousand points. But I won fifty to twenty victory points. So yeah, it's 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 that's what we think about it. It's like just covered because it was savage gains, so you can add a lot of points. And I was just thinking about closing him into his in in in, in his deployment and just farm as many points as possible. Then he can kill me. I don't care. Is that before or after the battle scroll update with the hunt? It, it was after, but. Uh, it adds me only like five points, so it would end forty-five anyway. Uh, one, I, I can only assume this is one of your friends. Um, they're asking, do you do you have any favorite parts of the Slanish lore, or do you know much about the Slanish lore? Are you, or is your lore and your uh, your narrative about winning? Uh <laughs> I'm I'm listening to the, the the lore. I'm not reading it that much. I'm I rather to read just the rules of all armies. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm not like the Slanish guy. Yeah, I I don't like pain. <laughs> People are teasing you. Look, you know, certainly I'm curious to see what what happens with Slanish as they've broken. They're breaking free from the the realm of light and shadow, especially now but that you know the. I don't know if Games Workshop did that in purpose, but Slanish is really good against elves, against Luminet, and that's narrative because he chases them. So maybe, maybe, maybe I am playing a little bit narrative here because I'm I'm feeling very good against Luminet Ramblers or, or or daughters or Idonets. Perfect. It's exactly what happens. You know, you, you're reclaiming your souls. Slanesh got fat on souls yeah. in the in the end times. Uh, got captured. Zinch kind of led the uh, the four Elven gods to find. Uh, where Slanesh was, and they chained him up, chained them, them they up in uh, in Orgish. Talk to me about deployment. I've got a couple of other burning questions. We'll kind of wrap this up. How do I deploy as a Slanesh player? Because as you've mentioned already, they're so fast. So do I even need to worry about deployment? Do I deploy in a very fake way to kind of like psych out my opponent and then you know move my speed to get where I really want to fight? Yes, deployment is. I think. Warhammer uh, is the game of deployment and movement uh, because we all know what will happen in combat. You can count it. You can you can you can check the statistics. You can check the war score, and you will know what will happen there in shooting in combat. Yeah, and to avoid it, it's it's the movement and deploy. It's uh, with the lurid haste and with the speed. It's very really easy to bait your enemy uh, that he will think, okay, he's there. But but then I am telling, okay, now it's time to to go into deep strike and. Uh, very often, because people don't know Slanesh, they are like have big eyes and 
what what are you doing now and then if especially if they have got a like slow army or like shooting army it's uh it's it's easy to pay them and then when you are fast even if you if they deploy on the other side of the table you wanted them to deploy then you you are fast you can go really close to them f- uh, quickly and then deep stroke uh other units uh on the behind on the on the sides and just 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 uh, wrap him up around Jonathan's been asking a lot of questions and this is like, I've been, I've been ignoring him the whole stream um, because he's, he's, this is like the seventh time he's asked, um, do you have any thoughts on allying in a mercenary mega gargant? Um, a lot of points, 500 odd points. Uh-huh. You've got the war stomper out of the three options. Clearly doesn't have the slanish keyword. So you're not going to generate depravity. Um, well, sorry, to, you're not going to, sorry, will, sorry, will you're not gonna, yeah. will sorry, you're not going to, sorry, depravity. Sorry, that was yeah. Sorry, I was thinking um locust. Sorry, I was thinking mm-hmm. locust. You're not going to be able to tap into those things. Thoughts on that 500 point um wound sink that is a mega gargant? Uh, I never tried him. I never thought about him to be honest. Uh, like it's 500 points, so I think it's better to take Glutos. Uh, because he's uh, he's more tough. He casts the spell. He can uh, be general, and he's a hero. Mm. I don't know to be honest. I would have to to think about. It. But war stompers are not that good. They are good against like a horde army, and uh, it's only four plus safe with. And now the and, and thirty five wounds. But now the rosters, my roster, my list, it's made to kill the gargant per turn. It can easily kill the gar- gargant. Maybe not easily, but it can kill the gargant per turn with average rolls. So a lot of lists can kill gargant, and he only counts for five models in my army, not for twenty on the objective. So I think that might sound very weird, but Slanesh has got better option uh, options than, than, than this Gargant. And now that it's a priority target, you'll give away two extra VP on top of the one for I, being a I monster. don't think it works. I don't think it works yeah. on the... It, I think it's excluding those Gargants. No, Mega Gargants are a priority. It, a, a, a... Yeah, but I, th- I thought that those mercenaries are not included. Oh yeah, interesting question. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure, but yeah. I think it's not. Uh, maybe someone from the chat will know, but I I'm not no. sure. They... No, you might be right. You might be right because they've all got specific. While they're a war stomper, they are a specific yeah. like bundo, and they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, might be right. Actually, so you might be right. It's not going, but it's still like big base uh, and and one quarter of the army in the in in one model. Yeah, no, good, good point. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. you are right because they are named Mega Gargans. They, mm-hmm. they are a war stomper, but they're, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely excluding mercenaries. Good call, good call. But you will give away still one monster point for, for it dying. Yeah. Um, any advice for someone who might play a smaller battle, like a 1,000 points? Like if you were going to run your list or you were going to run a Slanish list at mm-hmm. 1K, mm-hmm. Any, any advice you'd give to me? Uh, it's. I think it's less points than easier because you summon and and people not and you. But you also get uh, less depravity points because there are less units. But you know, if you summon like thirty demonets, even if you will farm depravity till round four and summon thirty demonets, so five hundred points in round four, that will give uh, bring big impact uh, because it's it's uh, 150, uh, 1, points against one thousand. So yeah, and. Uh, it's. I'm not a big fan of playing smaller games because I think iOS was created to play 2,000 points. Uh, but it's easier for Slanish when it's less points. My advice would be to, st- to start off and 
by the types of units that will help yeah. you grow into 2,000 points. You're right. Maybe you don't go and get all the big heroes. But, you know, like Main... Senesa's for 260 points yeah. is still good value, right? Like it's not best, a big best allocation. For, best thing for 1,000 points, I think, is just play Godseekers, bring um, uh, Bladebringer on Exalted Chariot again, because he can have cool traits and cool artifacts. And the, the tables are smaller. He's fast, so I think that that's the good option for the for the hero there. And plus, you know, you can always buy things that are going to your summoning pool as well. Yeah, so, of course, summoning um, is always. I have I have one box for the army and second box for the summoning. Maybe the last question I've got for you. Um, oh, actually, I was going to ask you one more thing. I've, I've, oh, oh, that's right. I, 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 I had I did I had a question that I forgot about it, and I just remember it. White Dwarf's coming. May is the Heated Knights of Slanesh update. What do you wish? Like, we have to watch this in a month's time and see how you mm -hmm. are lining. But if you had one wish for this White Dwarf update through um, the Tome Celestial, mm -hmm. what is it you would like to see for Slanesh? Knowing they don't really rewrite War Scrolls, it's more about battle tactics, grand strategies, heroic actions. Yeah, I, 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 you asked this before, to be honest. Uh, I've said that uh, I want this heroic action that it can give me uh, depravity points somehow. Like Anything. hurting my own hero to, to just have some depravity because it can change like instant depravity, not on the battle shock, but instant before the movement phase that can be big, big impact on the battle. That, that's, that's my wish. Uh, it can only be, in this wide world, it can only be one rule and that I will be happy. You did mention it. I wanted to see if there was anything else going to come out. I wanted to see if there's anything okay. else. Yeah, so now that's the biggest wish, but you know, some okay. some battle tactics, some maybe monstrous rampage. Uh, yeah, but battle tactics and grand strategy, I think that that can make life easy. Like, for example, I don't know, grand strategy or battle tactic is to summon unit for like, for example, like six or seven depravity points. If you if you do this battle tactics, or if you summon for 10, then you get plus one point, something like this. That's some cool uh, battle tactics that sits the, that fits into the Spanish. Yeah. And look, you know, like there's a, there's a lot of things that you can tap into. And like, you know, people are asking, you know, what are some of the other options? And look, you know, we're not going to go through this because, you know, Slaves to Darkness, Beasts of Chaos have such deep rosters, you know, it's yeah. really about what's going to synergize with your force. You know, the Chaos Sorcerer Lord is a good option. You can't tap into the Corn Demon Prince because you can't have Corn keyworded. I probably wouldn't touch the other Demon Princes. You know, yeah. you mentioned the Marauder Horseman. You know, we talked about the uh, the Mind Sphinx Kitty Cat. There are so many cool options. We talked about the Chimera, but also the Cockatrice. We talked about the Cyborg. We talked about... You know the, the doom balls you, there's depending on what really what you want to tap into and what you're focusing around depending on i guess what you what you're tapping into but in your case you're doing shooting and you're looking for mortal wounds that's kind of the the things that you brought in from your list is that a fair yeah. assumption yeah i think so and uh yeah and the control of the battle because trying to do to, to have control by one drop and and belacor i think it's that it's the best uh it's the best thing also before uh, before the changes archeon was good in slanesh because with he he was using like exploding sixes then with the slayer of the kings he had more opportunity to just yeah. uh, kill the hero in one shot but now but now Archeon doesn't benefit from allegiance ability. Yeah, so um, he's now no longer... You wouldn't take him in your list, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no, not for too expensive. Yeah. 
yeah, 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 too expensive now. But it was good. So it changes, you know, Warhammer changes like every three, four months when new Battletom comes, something new might show up to 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 just just take into 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 your Battletom. So uh, I'm for sure like in one or two months, maybe I won't be using that list anymore because something new will uh, will come up to to just pick up to the army, and that's fine. And that's why I should people shouldn't close for the allies and coalition ally units because it brings so much fun to just think about it, to to read all this stuff, and and uh, bring something that people might not expect to see. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I'll reinforce what I said at the top of the show. This is not about the one single list that's going to rule them all. I'm not saying for yeah, you to go grab Matoyush's list, go run it at your next GT. Take what he's, he's, he's brought to the table. Think about either the way you use your summoning pool. You've provided some great insights there. Thinking about maybe the shooting attacks and kind of splitting out and generating more depravity. And again, you talked about the mortal wound shooting that's really good for your hero hammer, safe stacking meta that we're kind of in at the moment. The speed and the lured haze kind of works really well with a lot of that long-range shooting. So if you need to go reach out and touch those long strikes, bow snakes, sentinels, blah, 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 you either can come from the side or you can use that real great speed of the bliss bub archers with that base movement plus the run and shoot in order to reach out and tap them pretty quickly. So a lot of good ideas kind of being thrown around. But I think maybe last thing I'll say to you, is there anything that you want to share or anything that you want to like say thank you or say hello to yeah. or like big shout outs one, to one more thing about the aos in general uh when i am playing the gts or tournaments i think the preparation is the key to win um because when when i am when i know that the, the, when the lists show up to to the to the um, particular tournament like you know you know few days or one week before i'm always trying to read through all the to lists i always like printing them uh, put some notes on them and all that stuff so when you're playing like when you're playing dragons or seraphon you don't have to do it because your army helps you with it but slanish doesn't help yeah slanish only punish people and and the, even the player who's playing it so yeah i think the preparation is very very needed for for the for the tournaments yeah and i want to thank you for the invitation that's Big pleasure. I want to say just hi to to people from the Szczecin and Poznan because they are helping me uh, improve my skill. They always like they always playing with me, always support me. So I wouldn't be able to win any any games without them. So yeah, thank you to them. I think the big key as well, Matiosh, is the fact that um, it shows that with deliberate practice, right? It's not about just tweaking your list constantly. It's about focusing. And you mentioned that you know in a couple of months' time you might stop playing this list. So focus, practice, 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 look at the output, understand your army. And the people who do really well at tournaments are people who understand their armies first before they start really worrying about other people. So practice, yeah. practice, practice, find something, stick to it. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the channel. Big love to Poland. You guys are doing an absolute great job. And it was awesome to chat with you and get an understanding of Slanesh because, again, you went 5-0. and oh. You've done very well in an army that is not doing well in a competitive point of view, but it shows that you can still win and there's still some great value. And as you've said, when you rock up with Slanesh, people don't know what to expect. They've built yeah. their list thinking about the top five, top six armies. When they come to you and you force those decisions and you move around the board really fast and you're coming in from the side and you're summoning and you're doing all these things, you can make your opponent do make some bad decisions. So 
Um, it's been an absolute pleasure understanding some of the, the crack science that you have. Yeah, thank you very much. Also about this, um, people don't knowing what they do, what they should expect of the slanesh. Even if they like, we we went to with my with my friends to team championship of Poland. I was I was playing slanesh, and uh, we know like few days before the start of the tournaments that we will play against uh, one team, and they know they will play against us because the the pairings were were done, and they were like, and I was playing against Mega Gargans. Uh, I I won this game, and he was like. How did you do it? I mean, we played we played against Slanish. We were trying to to prepare for it, but Slanish is so bad army that you cannot win against the Gargans. And you, but you can you can it's, Gargans can stay toe to toe with Slanish. To be honest, like every co combat army can't win against Slanish. To be honest, it's they has, has got so much control that he can beat all combat armies easily. So I, even if people trying to prepare, but they cannot sometimes prepare because they don't know what particular person think about this army, how this person play. And before you play with it, you don't know. But after game, it's just too late because uh, because Slanish can win. Comes down to practicing, practice, practice, yeah. practice. Learn from your mistakes, get better, and um, you will be ready to absolutely uh, get all the depravity you can. But Mateusz, you've been an absolute legend. Thank you so much. Thank you for Thank everyone you who joined much. the stream. I hope you learned a few things with Slanesh and hopefully you're able to, I don't know, summon on, not demonettes because you don't want to summon those on. But um... <laughs> chariots. chariots only, remember, chariots are the best. <laughs> oh, they're the worst. They're the worst to put together. You all, I always prick myself. I'm always like bleeding from my hands, but I guess yeah. it goes well with the pain of Slanesh. That's the price. But... That's the price for the Slanesh God, yeah? Bring the pain to yourself to, to get uh, good results. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's lock off. Thank you very yeah. much. Appreciate the stream. Thank you very much. Uh, Mateusz, you're a legend. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for sticking around until the end. I hope you found that video interesting and you walked away with a few new ideas. If you did, I would appreciate it if you hit like on the video as well as left me a comment. Let me know what your thoughts are in the comment section below. The conversation will continue over on Discord, so links down below in the episode description if you want to join the Discord and continue the Age of Sigmar conversation. I want to give a massive shout out as well to these absolute bloody legends, these champions who have continued to support me through Patreon or YouTube members. That is going directly into supporting the maintenance and the growth of this channel. So thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. And until next time, roll more fixes.